sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. And I, oh! She didn't last for long because of heat. But a little light peace. A little light peace. Because <laughs> I was looking, I was like, wait, friend. Everyone's really got high because the kids disappeared. Baby, let me tell you, all the people that was there <laughs> that next day, I, I literally, like, people like, so what other guy that was here yesterday? Which, that, that's, that would be me. That's me. It was weird. It was funny, though. Friend. It was funny, though. It was funny, though. Friend, welcome back. Thank you. Thank welcome you so back much. To the track, you know. We missed you here at the show. Last week I had I had to call, make a phone call, mm-hmm. make things happen. Shout out to Fabian. Yes, you better call him the substitute teacher. That's right. We had to call him the stud. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back um, to a social experiment gone wrong. Um, and apparently it's going to continue to go wrong. Um, I am your host, Lene. Um, this week my... Twitter handle is still going to be Violet Skies. I actually like it. But okay. actually, wait. I must, must, must correct something real quick. Um, my honorary is... To, oh, excuse me, Instagram. Twitter handle is still going to be Fleetnik Ambassador. We're going to get to these introductions first before we go into Fleetnik because I have feelings. <laughs> I have feelings. And I am your co-host, Marlon. Um, my I, uh, Twitter, see, you got me saying IG. My Twitter handle this week is going to be um, Benji Belinda. Benji Belinda. That's right. Nor door knockers in tow. Absolutely. That's going to be it. Not the door knockers in tow. Yes. And welcome to uh, another episode another of Shawin Bang. Yes. The train. Well, that we like to call Who, Who Raised You Hoes. That's right. Y'all were being raised and shit. Now, we need to talk. Mm-mm. What about it? About Fleet Nick. What about it? What, what, what about Fleet Nick? I want y'all to know that I had to wash my sheets because <laughs> the DNA that was uh, incited from Fleet Nick. Oh my God. Like some of y'all. Woo-hoo. Child. Okay, so if y'all don't know what we're talking about. Mm. Um, Twitter had announced that they were getting rid of their fleets. Fleets are similar to IG stories, which basically adapted that from Snapchat. Right. Um, they're teasing that it might be coming back in a different facet. However, they removed them. So, um, some of the girls. All of them. Some. Not even some. We're not even, we're not even going to like, I'm not even holding y'all. Everybody got in. And I am 
Um, apparently, some people have posted nudes to their fleets. <laughs> Baby nudes, video clips, artistic nudes, raunchy nudes, ass, di- every, everything. Every and I am so appreciative. I was not a complete creep. I left my screen record off. But the memories will stay forever. Yes, Lord. I love yes. y'all. I love y'all for real. Because y'all showed y'all asses. Yes, literally. Yes, y'all did. Y'all, they showed more the asses. Did dick. you see the person that made like a Fleet Nick um, t-shirt? I need to purchase one. Uh, baby, <laughs> let me bring this up while we continue I, to talk about this mess. Because First of all, I... I was just so intrigued. I was like, my lord. So y'all do have news. Baby, they got more than news because I was unprepared. Oh, I want one. I want one too. I want one, I want one too. Oh. We're going to have to order one, friend. Yes. Because that's real fleet. cute. I'm still a fleet nick ambassador. Yes. But, you know, okay. everybody decided mm-hmm. that since the fleets is gone, that they was going to put them to good use before they left. And y'all, what y'all went and somebody, somebody said, I feel like this is the ungodly hour that Chloe and Holly were singing about. <laughs> it most certainly was. I love y'all for real because y'all, oof. Well, Woo! you know, I, some people, you know, jumped out. I was just shocked. I was like, wait, hold on. I was shocked oh! and I was here for all of it. An outlook. Thank you, Todd, for coming through in the clutch yet again. Got my sheets good and clean. You know, go in my room with a black light now and be okay. But, you know, there might have been some OnlyFans descriptions that took place. If you, I mean, after that, you know, some of y'all could have just started right away. But Literally, it, thank y'all so much for the memories yes. of Fleets. Y'all went out with a bang for real. Because the girls took advantage of the Fleets leaving. To quote a phrase, bang, bang, into my room. God I mean, damn. You, I'm going to just say it. If you had you a little Twitter crush, Mm-mm. and they find out the fleets were leaving, and then all of a sudden they drop that ass or dick pic, that ass or dick pic. I got your life. I know I got mine. I got mine. Personally. Thoroughly. Okay. That's great. We love you, Fleet Me 2021. We thank y'all so much for the memories. It was great. It was fun season, y'all. It was great. All right, friend. Let's get into it. Where are we going? That's right. Where are we going? Um, So this week, we decided to, t- we decided to you know, tenderize our ears instead of our eyes this mm, week. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get into some new music. Yes. Um, So I decided to start with my girl, Victoria Monet. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know, I stand talent. Yes. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Then there's her. You know, mm-hmm. I stand her. Yes. So, she released her new single called Coasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I had to learn with my co-host over here, lovely co-host, that giving him an album gives him anxiety. You gotta spoon feed me. I can't do it. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna do singles instead. Let's mm-hmm. go around. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep it very light. I'm gonna only give him three. And then I know it's gonna be five. Yeah. And we're gonna work from there. That's right. I said it. I said it. This gonna be fine. You will deal with it. <coughs> okay. So back to back to the topic at hand. Yes. Um, you had said the sample that it came from, but that sent it to you. I don't know. Yes. Uh, the sample that she used was uh, "All Night Long" 
Um, if you were born after 95, you would probably recognize that from Mary J. Blige, mm -hmm. um, her use of the sample. If you were born before that, you would probably notice the the original song, which is the Mary Jane Girls All Night Long. I'm gonna get it to you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, really nice song. I did appreciate this song. Victoria Monet has a very, very um, talented way of talking about fucking in a very Dr. Seussical and colorful way. Yes. I love it. I love it. She has perfected that shit with every song that I've ever heard um, from her involving anything uh, coitus has yes. been very colorful. And I, this has been uh, no exception. I really like coasting. This is good. You know, it just gives you the imagery in your head that you in the car with your man's or whatever, mm -hmm. and he's just groping that thigh. Yes. Groping. And you are prepared to give him all of the things that are connected to that thigh. Literally. <laughs> and Eternal and internal. Yes. Okay. We love it. Exposing in and out. Bitch, I hate you. You don't. Oh, you God. Don't. So, then next we have India Sean's Don't Play With My Heart. Mm -hmm. Now, India gave me a mantra when I needed it when moving on. So, I didn't know what to expect with Don't Play With My Heart. Mm -hmm. But it gave me very much, I can drive to this role yes. after the club. Mm -hmm. You know, that man is all up in your ear. And in the car, while you're going to the diner or whatever, you just blasting this. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very airy, very sun. It's definitely a summertime jam. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a little piece of it that reminds me of um, Tainted Love by The Far Side. It's got a little sample in there. It sounds like it might not be a direct sample, but it's pretty fucking dope. I do appreciate that a lot. And I did like this song too. I would like to hear more from her. I got you. Yeah. Don't worry. I got, I, there's more of that hate. Yes. And the last song that I had listed to give our review was Silk Sonic's Skate. Now, I love both artists. I love Bruno and I love Anderson Park. Mm -hmm. But I have to be really honest, this is a weak follow-up yeah. to leave the door open. I say that respectfully it's weak. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, it's like y'all consistently teasing this project, but it's like we're not getting it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, the album's all about the album, the album, the album, but we're not getting anything. Right. As big as Leave the Door Open was, I'm like, you follow up with Skate? And I guess for me, my summer songs have to hit in July. If I get them in August, I'm already over them. I'm like, musically, I'm going towards fall. <laughs> I'm ready to be like, this thing that hurt me. Oh, my God. I'm in the corner. I'm crying. Oh, my God. Where's the Kleenex? And like... <laughs> That's why I'm going toward. Like, if you want to give me summer music, give it to me in July. Mm, okay. Because I'm going to be hot outside listening to it anyway. So, mm, mm -hmm. give it to me in July. After July, August is cute. But I'm already in my mind, like, uh, September's around. I don't know. I didn't, uh, I didn't care for this song too much. It, it's getting kind of sticky. Like, there's, you can tell with these two singles that there's a specific genre and sound that they're going for with this album mm -hmm. and this song was very predictable in that way and I don't you gotta be careful when you have themes for an album because if you don't do it right it will not fly over 
someone that did this perfectly and that album still bops, still bangs to this day, is the lovely Lady Solange. When she did Soul Angel and the Halley Street Dreams, mm. that album, that is a themed album mm. that was just, it, it, she embodied that time period with all of that music mm-hmm. um, and infused it perfectly with the, with the early 2000s and it just worked beautifully and it still works. I don't know what Silk Sonic is going to sound like the whole album, but this single I did. I mean, it's lukewarm for me, but it's still a mm-mm. Yeah. It, it, I'm sure it'll grab. I'm sure y'all will know me. Y'all will make oh, it grab. People will. People most definitely will. So, mm-hmm. you heard our music review. That's it. You thought we should have reviewed your music? Send us a song. Send it to us, girl. Yeah. The email inbox, all that other stuff is there for your disposal. It tries to get to you at the end of the show again. That's it. But we're going to keep this ball rolling. Girl, mm-hmm. get up. Swipe and flush. That's it. It's time to scroll on. So, since I've been giving lovely, lovely updates on the COVID 19 crisis, Mm -hmm. I've decided scroll on is going to have a new beginning to it. Okay. I'm going to call it. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Ready for it? Yes. COVID briefings. Okay. You know, just like a little press conference. Oh, okay. Um, this is at random. Anything I find, especially for the area that we live in, mm-hmm. it'll come up in COVID briefings, just so we're all on the same page here. So, let's get started. New York becomes the first U.S. city to require proof of at least one dose of coronavirus vaccine for a variety of, of activities for workers and customers. Mm. This includes indoor dining. Mm-hmm. Gems and performances to put pressure on people to get vaccinated. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Tuesday morning. Yeah, this is... I knew that something like this was going to come eventually. I've been following this for months. And... Uh, it, it's... Do what you gotta do, you know, to get people... Because it's... It's becoming that really strange mix of quote-unquote, caring for people and wanting people to survive, but also trying to keep capitalism alive and keep businesses open and all this other stuff. But I'm just really interested to see how this is going to fly over. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you tried the whole uh, word-of-mouth honor rule with trusting people to tell the truth. We see how that worked out. Um, and then you got people out here making fake vaccination cards and shit like that. Getting fined $20,000 for mm, Yeah, so I'm just like, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know if it's a step in the right direction or not, but we'll see. We're here for it. We'll see. We're here for it. Well, you know when you go to the club and everyone's spraying shots? Mm-hmm. Shot, 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 shots. Well, Miami's had enough. Okay. Because they announced at Live this past weekend, this weekend, that we're recording Sunday morning. Right. Afternoon, excuse me. That they were giving out COVID vaccine shots. Oh. Outside of Live in Miami. Okay. Okay. 
as this is coming from localtech.com. As the COVID-19 current, oh, excuse me, concerns intensify and younger patients find themselves sick, some of the Miami area famed nightclubs will be serving up shots as well. Shots. Mm-hmm. Mobile COVID-19 vaccination units from CDR Health will be positioned outside of live at the Fun on Blue in Miami Beach this Sunday and Saturday from 12.30 a.m. to 3 a.m. They'll be out at live and also story the following weekend. Hmm. We want to stay open, and we know the only way to make that happen is for people to get vaccinated. This comes from David Gertman, who owns the clubs. Pfizer vaccines will be offered at these pop-ups with CBR's health planning to follow up with people for the second dose three weeks later. Girl, imagine going to the club, mm-hmm. shaking that hand. Right. And then like, oh, go outside and get your COVID vaccine shot. If this is not a direct representation of what I've been saying this entire time, that um, Rona is the new HIV, I don't know what else is. Because remember, they were handing out condoms like they were candy. They handed out condoms, and you can always find your HIV mobile test inside outside the club, depending on where you are in this uh, country. But yes. They don't, and they love to still do that on Friday month. Yes. Still the same concept. Still the same concept. And though I don't think that having mobile vaccination pods set up outside the club will be as stigmatizing as the HIV vans. Mm. I think this this could do something. I don't know. I'm in, I'm interested to see the numbers on this once they start doing this more because well, I know it's not gonna stop. Well, you know Miami, at least Miami, Florida went through seeing more numbers in the beginning of the pandemic, mm. like most recently. Right. So they're like, listen, it's coming back around. You know, she's coming without a vengeance. Let's, let's do these shots, girl. Let's do these shots. She was never over, but okay. You know, this, this, I always said, tech, we going to get Texas. Ooh, I don't want to go nowhere near Texas. Child. Nowhere near Texas at Jesus. all. Y'all, governor is wilding. Wilding out. Wilding out to completely try and ban anything to do COVID-19. Wilding out. I can't. Now that we're done with our COVID briefings, let's get into some things that's going to probably upset you with the regular story. <laughs> Well, kids, you know, <clears throat> recently we went through having mixed feelings about Juneteenth right. becoming a federal holiday, right? Yes, people have their opinions. Well, Tennessee would like to have a word with everyone, okay? Because Tennessee releases guidelines on critical race theory law. Here we go. Now, this is coming from WNC Action News 5. I'm assuming this is down in Tennessee. So, here we go. The Tennessee Department of Education released a new set of guidelines Monday to help public schools navigate the new new state law that bans teaching of critical race theory. That is the acronym that stands for CRT. This is a new new mostly spread debate topic in education this year. In May, Tennessee banned schools from teaching CR, oh, excuse me, yeah, CRT. I'm still trying to get it together. Mm-hmm. The law went into effect July 1st. The governor says that CRT is divisive. Critical race theory is un American. 
it's fun, it's fundamentally puts groups of people above the sanctity of the individual, which is which is funding principle of which is the founding principle of this nation. It's appropriate that we would not teach critical race theory in this state. Monday, the Tennessee Department of Education released 11 pages of guidelines to help districts navigate the new law. The guidelines also clarify what can and cannot be taught. <clears throat> Let me get real comfortable for this part. <clears throat> okay? Because here, here's what the meat and bones for For instance, schools cannot teach that one race or sex is inherently superior to another. They also cannot teach that a person, by virtue of their race, or sex is inherently privileged, sexist, racist, or oppressive, whether conscious or subconsciously. Now, <sighs> remember where I said we were all up in arms about Juneteenth becoming a federal law? Mm-hmm. They're trying to prevent teaching why Juneteenth is a law. Pretty much. They're trying to prevent teaching why Juneteenth is a law. Like going into federal going into effect as a holiday. Right. How can you make it a federal holiday, but you have states that are willing to lie and say this never happened? So how the hell is Juneteenth a federal holiday? What is Juneteenth? Oh, we oh 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 oh. You can't think of the words to say because the date that the actual African Americans became emancipated from slavery. But schools can't teach it, and guess what? If the school is found guilty of actually de- teaching about critical race theory, mm. they can be fined up to a million dollars. A million dollars? Yes. So, y'all just want to keep the, patri- the patriarchy and, and racism going, is what you're saying. You want to create a space, this utopia of white brilliance, where y'all have done absolutely nothing to shit on this country. That's what you want to do? I mean, we can't Got say it. we can't expect much of nothing. I mean, they still find a way to celebrate Christmas Columbus every year. Every year. Every year. This is just oh boy, that is insane. The fact that, the fact that we still, the fact that you still can go into a school and they'll teach about basically how the country was found, like the whole Thunder Rock story, mm-hmm. but you won't tell the story of how it took. One, the slaves were free for two years before y'all decided to actually let them go because y'all wanted another harvest. <clears throat> like, this does not make sense. <sighs> the math ain't mathing. The Somebody math ain't doing the math right. That's it. That's why I'm like, let me read this part so we all can be on the same page. Because I'm like, this is what they're saying. Fucking ridiculous. Well, I decided to play a little ping pong over here. Let's go to New York's problem. And right now, New York's problem is this governor. Hmm. Now, if you guys have been under a rock, it's come forth that Andrew Cuomo has been called out for basically sexual harassment in the workplace. Um, they're saying that he was sexually harassed multiple women. This is actually coming from NPR.org. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a little bit of an excerpt. Um... The nearly five-month investigation found that Cuomo's administration was a little hot, was a hostile work environment, and was reefed with fear and intimidation. The probe, conducted by two outside lawyers, involved interviews with 179 people, including Cuomo's accusers, current and former administrative employees, and the governor himself. Now, I 
because of trigger warnings, of course, I wouldn't go and say any further with it. However, it's being called for him to resign or basically for someone to impeach him. Here's my thing. What y'all waiting for? 179 people? That is literally his entire staff. Current and former that so, were interviewed. What were we waiting on? There's a predator in the house. What were we waiting on? He basically put out the same thing. That's not who I am. So your one ass said that 179 people, 179 people are lying. On him. Everybody lying. Everybody lying on him. Everybody. Okay. Oh. Y'all make it make sense. Y'all make that make sense. You can't. That That's not how this works. That is not how this works. You can't say that 179 people are all out to get me and they're creating this story for nothing. You can't say that 179 people are all lying. Woo! Who raised you hoes and I, I don't... Oh, just when you thought that the raising was over. Oh my gosh. That's right. Then there's more. So apparently you can't go to Disneyland. What? What's going on with Disneyland? Well... <clears throat> Three Disneyland employees and a registered nurse among group arrested in child sex scam. What the fuck, people? You have... Yes. And this is coming from Fox 35 out in Orlando. An undercover child sex scam in Florida led to the arrest of over a dozen predators, including three Disneyland and Disney World employees and a registered nurse investigators, investigators said Tuesday. In total, 17 people were taken into custody in the Operation Dub Operation Child Protector and faced a total of 49 felonies and two misdemeanor charges. Polk County Sheriff Grady Jude announced, oh, excuse me, yeah, Grady Jude announced during a press conference. Hold on, you get to the rest of the meat. The suspects communicated with and solicited who they thought were children before showing up at separate times to an undercover location in Polk County to meet and sexually batter them, authority said. Why did... She, when we say who raised y'all hoes, this is the reason why. For real. Because this is really the reason why. Children sexually assaulting children. At a place that's supposed to be safe and catered to children and families alike. It shouldn't happen at all anywhere, but it takes a sick motherfucker to decide that you're gonna work at Disney World and prey on children. The arrest included Jonathan McGrow and his girlfriend, Savannah Lawrence. Who told deputies that they were that they were custodians at Walt Disney World Hollywood Studios? McGrow sparked a conversation with an undercover detective he thought was a thirteen year old girl, telling her he wanted to engage in a threesome with her and his girlfriend. The sheriff said the sheriff's office said he allegedly sent the girl videos of his girlfriend perform sexual acts on each other. Y'all are sick, and this is what y'all are into. Under the jail. Under it. Throw away the fucking key. Under it. Put motherfucking cement blocks on top of it. All of it. It's ridiculous. 
I don't even have a rebuttal for that. No. I think, yeah, that is the heaviest that we have. Are you guys ready for the light shit? Please! Because I'm trying to figure, <laughs> let's do all the heavy shit early and get it over with. Oh my gosh. Ah! Okay, Meg. Ah! What we got? Meg responds to hip hop addressing LGBTQ hate. It is about time. This is coming from Double XL Mag. Hmm. Meg says it's about time hip hop confronts its issues regarding homophobia in the culture. Mm. In an interview with People Magazine published on Friday, August 6th, Houston rapper feels it's time for hip hop to start battering hate and start embracing the LGBTQ plus community. It's about time, she said. Representation is important and it's really critical for us for all for us all to have compassion and acceptance for, of every human. This is why Meg will always go far. Yep. This is... Because she's not saying nothing that hasn't been a thought or an issue since the beginning of hip-hop. So why does it take for... Like, this woman, she comes out and says this that we've been saying for... Like, she's... Y'all don't understand. That woman is everything. And she just continues to solidify herself in this game. And I hope that somebody listens. I really do. I hope that everybody listens. Because this whole situation has brought about... It it has definitely turned the light on in the kitchen. It has. And the roaches are scattered. The ignorance is just (laughs) nauseating. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's nauseating at this point. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been talking about this shit forever. But I hope that something comes out of this statement from her. I don't know who's going to be man enough to stand up and stand with her on this. Because I I, I don't feel that there are a lot of cis women in the rap game that agree with the baby. I could be wrong. And I don't want to say nothing too loud because, you know, next week we'll be talking about somebody else. Somebody else will come out and say something stupid, but you know, we'll see. You know it. We'll see, though. So, remember way back when when we were all complaining about something that we didn't have? Something like Now that. we got it. Mm, mm. Are we getting it? Mm-hmm. Are we getting it? We're getting it. Uh, are we? Mm. <laughs> Well, you guys wonder what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Black Brown Records, you guys remember, is a whole backstory to Black Brown Records, right? It's backstory to Black Brown. So, long story short, Aaliyah's entire discography, okay, this includes, well, not entire, the first album you can stream right now. Right. It's One in a Million, Aaliyah, and also the two compilation projects that you cannot stream. Right. This also included the Romeo Must Die soundtrack. Mm-hmm. This included Tank's first three albums. This included Tony Braxton's Libra. This, <coughs> included, J- this included JoJo's first two albums. Mm-hmm. Timlin and Magoo albums. Yes. Are all being released to streaming. But, here's the part where we're all the rejoicing should be short-lived because Aaliyah's estate is not happening. They're not. 
at all. This comes from Rolling Stone. Despite reservations on the Lee's estate, the singer's music will finally start arriving on streaming services this month. On Wednesday, Aaliyah's estate tweeted for the first time in months to share a statement criticizing the un- <clears throat> upschoolious endeavor to, excuse me, I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, oh, Jesus. The unscrupulous, Jesus Christ, this is a tongue twister. Unscrupulous? Jesus Christ, <laughs> unscrupulous endeavor to release Aaliyah's music without any transparency or full accountability. While the statement didn't mention Aaliyah's label, Black Brown, or its co-founder, Aaliyah's uncle, Harry Hankerson by name, a lawyer for the estate was more specific in the follow-up statement Thursday. Since the early 2000s, only Aaliyah's first album, Age Ain't Nothing But A Number, has been available on streaming because... The right to distribute that record has been held by major record labels under contract with Aaliyah's record label, Black Brown Records. Long story short, <clears throat> Barry had sold the label years ago. This is alleged because I can be wrong. He sold the label years ago and made the profit. But mm-hmm. he did not release the masters to the estate. He mm-hmm. just sold them. When you, sold the, when you sell the label, you sell the masters. Or you can give it back to the artist. He sold the masters with it. That included her entire discography and everything I just named. Right. Which is hella music when you sit back and think about it. Hella really good music at that. So, they're not happy. Now, JoJo's saying the same thing. Because she was like, oh, well, I think so one of her fans had tweeted her, oh, the first two albums coming out. Mm-hmm. She's like, listen. I make more of a profit from the re-records than those. Right. Stream the re-records. That's it. Do not stream those. That's what she said. Like, hmm. don't. Tony Braxton has not said a word about this. Tank is the only one that's, like, good. And that's because Tank was in the middle of re-recording because he didn't think that this was going to happen. Right. But I think, was Tony in the middle of trying to re-record Libra? She might have been. I wish she would have. Because that's my fucking album. You're getting it October first. And or Libra season. October 1st, Libra is coming out. Now, I'm, you know, my question in all of this is, they're putting it on streaming platforms, but are they also selling hard copies like vinyl or CDs? They actually are selling vinyl. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's all I needed. Of course. That's I, had, I, I, I knew where this was going. I'm like, they're selling vinyl. All I needed, because yes. Now, one of my friends ordered the Aaliyah self-titled album on vinyl, but he's not getting it until next year. I would rather order it now and then get it next year, but I bet it costs a fucking arm and a leg. That's going to be expensive as fuck. Yes, it is. Because everyone's been waiting for that album in particular. Not yeah. even one in a million. It's the Aaliyah album. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me stack my coins, child. Not money stack my coins. Listen, because I need my things. And I know they're going to release a red one, and I just, I need it. So, you weren't here when I introduced this topic. Okay. But, you're here now. I heard about this. Let's do it. Let's argue. Oh, my God. Sometimes you gotta pull up and say, let's argue. Is daily showering necessary? Depends on who you're asking. I'm looking dead at you. <laughs> Listen, I, for one, have had my days where I didn't feel like doing shit. Okay. And I didn't. 
But if Marlon is leaving this household, He's, soap and water is on his asshole. That's it. I mean, much power to y'all because y'all listening to Aunt, like listening to Ashton Kutcher, his little wife Mila. Y'all listening to this other guy. I don't care to know. You know, I just it makes me look at white folks a little bit different. Since we started getting into these tropes online about washing. Because... It makes me look at the very side. My thing is, the way that y'all talking, y'all wait till a film develops before you get back in some water. And I, that doesn't sit well with me. That bothers me. That's a little strange. Because y'all walking around here talking about some, oh, we don't find it necessary to wash every day. We just kind of wait until it gets, in so many terms, too bad, and then you go wash and repeat this cycle all over again. <clears throat> it wasn't bad enough when we had the whole argument with y'all revealing y'all to wash our legs. Apparently, y'all not washing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Did some? The legs oh, were shit. no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Y'all not watching oh, shit. shit. According oh to the records, the, what, what the facts that's, that's showing up right now, the, y'all not watching nothing at all. Oh my god! <laughs> <I'm> really with <laughs> like, let's just keep it about you. I, I mean, don't think y'all it's... not understand y'all sweating y'all groins. Like y'all watch, like I do believe Ashton them said they at least like do like wash ups. I think AKA whole baths. Whole baths. Which is, you know, okay, but there's a lot more of your body that you're ignoring. Like your feet. Your like groin, your area. arms, like your private areas. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, all your those armpits. things. Those things are important. Are you putting fuck like are you just putting deodorant on again like it's a regular day? I bet they are. Because if you're not washing your ass I mean, but at this point, why even bother with the other? Like, this is why y'all get yeast infections and shit. This is ridiculous. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Please, argue for the mm Because I'm trying to get the excerpt I need. Mm-mm. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. They feel that using soap every day rids the body of natural oils. That's not how that works. Your body is going to produce its natural oils all the time. Oh, Mila, girl, I'll never come around you. She said, this come from Newsweek. I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. Oh, ew. You all do realize that you can still clean your body even when the water's cold. It doesn't make a difference. It still cleans you. And I understand, you know, the idea behind being less fortunate having oh. only cold water. Uh, bitch. And she said also, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns either. Oh! Ew! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no! Children are very, very fragile and susceptible to all types of things when they are born. I'm glad that your children are still here. But, but damn. Sweetie, you're supposed to keep the babies clean because 
infections, germs. All those types of things can get into the baby system if you're not okay. So the action charge that if you can see dirt on them, clean up. Otherwise, there is no point. Do you know how long it takes mm-hmm. for dirt to become visible on your body? You gotta sit in that for a long time for somebody else to be able to see it. Mm-mm. Y'all nasty. It just takes me back to, to you know, those moments in history mm-hmm. when we remember that when white folks came over that they brought all types of plague and disease with them and we had to teach them how to behave. And here we are. He said, Rocco, he added, he said he wait. He revealed that he personally used the soap and water on his armpits and crotch daily, but nothing else ever. So you take whole baths? No, that's that's not even a whole whole bath. What's happening back here, sir? So you don't touch your ass at all? You know that make, you know that all make, makes people uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. no Straight no no mm, mm. if it is gay <sighs> to care for your body. I'm on the right track. You got me fucked up. So, sir, you are only... Why? Why are you... are only washing up under your arms and washing your crotch, but you're not washing your ass? I pray for y'all sheets, upholstery, your clothes, (laughs) your your bedding, bitch. Oh, my God. God. No! Oh, God. This shit is... I just this shit is gross y'all are gross y'all are nasty that but they have the nerve say I have the tendency to throw some water on my face after a workout to get all the salts out sorry that is sweat that is not how that works that's sweat girl what you do realize sweat goes like down your neck and goes on your chest and your shoulders. You sweat from the back too. So you threw the water on so it can roll down your body. Got it. All right. Since y'all think everything else just magically rolls off you when you put water on. I mean, what can we expect? These are the same people that use, don't use washcloths. We gotta move on. I'm gonna throw up. We gotta move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fucking throw up. No, no. no. Oh, God. Okay. Absolutely the fuck not. Y'all oh, nasty. Oh, God. Y'all were nasty. No. Disgusting. No. Jesus, be a fence. Because I don't have time. Jesus, be a bar of Irish Spring. Let's give y'all the lowest of the low. Start there. Good grief. So, um, this one account is pussy talk, but um, I felt very perplexed. Mm. To give her a rebuttal to this young man. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Tricky Bungee. <clears throat> tricky Visage. Tricky Visage. Okay. Um, so. I'm Shout gonna... out. That's my buddy. I've met them before. They're very nice. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. They wrote this lovely thing piece that I wanted to give her a rebuttal to. Actually. Give us, just, Give us a minute, y'all. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Alright, I guess my coffee fit is done. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Marley, 
Can you read us what Brother Tricky said? Okay. So, just for clarity, he did not write this. This was written, he found, they found this on Reddit. Okay. And then they posted it. So it says, fat black gay guy and rejection on dating apps. I don't know how else to title this. I just kind of need to vent. I'm a 23-year-old black gay guy who is on the larger side of things. 250 pounds, 5'10". I'm honestly having a hard time dealing with the dating world and finding love as a fat gay guy. I already have issues with body image and dating is making them 10 times worse. It feels like I'm always getting ignored and no guy wants to talk to me. People tell me that I'm a good-looking guy, mainly women, but I just don't believe them anymore. I think it's kind of messing with the perception I have of myself. I was talking to this guy for almost two weeks and he kept saying how he thought I was so cute and he wanted to meet up. Now, he won't even respond to my messages. It feels like when I find a guy who is even remotely interested, it's like I found gold in a mine and that I'll be hard-pressed to find anyone who would give me the time of day ever again. Like I was lucky that any guy would be interested in my fat black ass. I don't know how to unlearn this negative perception of myself, as I really did not care about my appearance when I was 0 to 19-ish. When I got older and tried to enter the gay dating scene, that is when I started dealing with so much rejection and being largely ignored. If anyone has any advice, let me know. That is literally the story of every fat black gay man. It is our anthem, our testimony. I said in a tweet earlier this week, it needs to be discussed when I retweeted this how but how big boys are talked down to from other gay men. Mm-hmm. Like we are disrespected so badly. Like this week I got called fat boy. Like sis, I know I'm fat. Come up with something else. Cause that's the only thing you can go with. Oh you're fat. I know. And something else? You're stating the obvious. Now what? I'm supposed to cry? Was I supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. Was I supposed to have a temper tantrum? Sure. For stating the obvious? I'm fat. Yes! I know. So You now noticed? What? Your man did too. Boop! That part. <clears throat> but for some odd reason, it created this insecurity in almost all of us. Mm-hmm. That we're inadequate. Good things are hard to come by. And we beat ourselves up. Because in essence, we don't feel like we're enough. And like I said it, if you decide to change your appearance, do it for you. You don't do it for another person. Yeah. Do it for you. Fuck them because guess what? When you lose that weight, they're going to end up going with someone else that damn near will shake how you were. And then you'll feel stupid. Like I did this to try to appease someone else, but I didn't do it for myself. It's crazy. And I. I hate hearing the stories of my fat gay black brethren that have been dealing with this their entire lives. Fat people in general have more often than not dealt with being ostracized for their weight for the majority of their life, if not all. Mm -hmm. And this world is so superficial and will tell you that you are unworthy 
that you aren't gorgeous, that you are nothing because of your weight. And it's just not fucking true. It's fucking dumb. And there's really no way to combat it because you have so many people that truly enjoy and some that fetishize mm. fat people. <laughs> the chasers. Girl. That, that want to love you in the dark but not in the light. Which is some other bullshit that I need y'all to stop. Because my thing is, as somebody that loves big boys, y'all be missing out. Let them know. I, I mean, I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you because I don't, I don't discriminate, and I never have, and I never will. Because you fine, you fine. Period. It don't matter what size you are and a lot of a lot of big people look better than y'all small folks let's just keep it a buck if you want to shame people for being big bitch do you look half as good not by the NATO do you keep yourself together half as much no I don't think so y'all gotta stop this fat hate shit and it's one thing to have a preference when it comes to body types. But it's another to hate and try to piss on people just because you don't prefer their body type. If that makes any sense. Like, if you don't like fat people, stay out of my inbox. Do that. If it's not your preference and I approach you and you don't particularly care for fat or big people... Say no thank you and keep it moving. Literally. All this extra shit, wanting to call fat ass, all this other shit that y'all be doing, it's unnecessary. You don't need to do all that. Because what are you doing? Why do you find the need to try to push somebody else down just because you don't care for fat people? I know why. Because you've been taught that shit. Literally. You've been taught to, to shame fat folks all the time, and it blows my mind because you motherfuckers that be running around here shaming fat folks and talking shit got mamas that look just like the people that you shame. I said it's a, literally a lot. It takes a lot to be fat and gay and exude confidence. They hate you're confident and fat, black, and gay. And that's all I want for my fat, black, black gay folks. Like, Shit on all these hoes. Period. Shit on all of them. Be fine as wine. Get all the boys because there are people out there. And I, I can't speak from experience because I'm not that size. But I know, if I know for myself that I appreciate big men, that I know I can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it takes to find people like that. I don't. I can't speak to the experience of trying to date as a fat black gay man. But shit on these hoes and find the ones that celebrate you. Period. That's it. Like, that's all I can say from my end. I support you. I'm always gonna support you. I'm always gonna stand and stand for the fat folks of the world. Fat gay black men, fuck all them haters. Fuck everybody. And they be jealous, but they be wanting our cat. All the time. All the time I've seen it happen. All the time. 
They want our cat. They want everything. They want they all want of the it. They want the cat. They want the chef stick. They want it all. Listen. And they be ashamed. Loving on you in the dark, getting bust down behind closed doors, and then step outside and act like it should happen. Fuck all of them. They do not deserve you. So don't even entertain them hoes. Don't. Move along. I think that's the best bit of advice we can give y'all. Respect your fat black gay mirror. Listen. Per, you know, we fill these cups real quick. We be back to while Marla. I heard you got a pot going. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. You got a pot going. I do. I do. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> we'll be back, y'all. All right. You know what? It's something missing here. It's like a blank. We just went to refill our cups mm-hmm. and everything, but it's a blank. Something should be here. Something. Yeah. You know, we can promote a product. Yes. We could be sitting here gathering listener letters. You know? We could be doing things. Things. All those things. All those lovely things. But we need y'all to participate. If you want advertisement... Business inquiries only. Please email us at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. And we still want y'all listen to letters. Mm-hmm. So if you have a listen to letters for us, you want us to talk about some shit, you want some advice, you want us to scream at you, fuck that nigga, walk away. <laughs> yeah. Where our listen to letters go to is at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, business inquiries, wryhpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Listen to letters. Ask. WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. With that being said, let's get back into the show. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> and we are back. I done took the lid off this pot. I'm about to grab my spoon and let's stir it. Marlon is stirring the pot, y'all. Here we go, y'all. All right. So, my co host is probably going to hate me after these today, but that's fine. We do this. It's a dance. I'm used to it by now. Uh, I only have a few, but they are a little bit meaty, so we're going to, you know, jump on into them. So let's start. Uh, First, God damn it, Rona. Girl. What about it? Rona is out here doing really interesting things with these wig changes, and I can't take it. Have you heard of the Delta Plus variant? What? Let's talk about it. So... There is a new variant of Delta called Delta Plus. It's a streaming service? No. It's a new strand of coronavirus. So, a premium streaming service. A new upgrade. She got her lace front. And acrylics. And acrylics. Coffin. Co- no, stilettos. With rhinestones. Swarovski crystals. She's ready. How, how good is the lace on? The la- you can't see it. It's growing out of her head. Oh, wow. Growing straight out of the head. Baby hairs straight and everything. Wow. Uh, this is coming from Fox News. As cases of COVID-19 surge in the United States due to the highly contagious Delta variant, a new version of that mutation called the Delta Plus is causing concern among many healthcare professionals. The Delta Plus variant is similar to the Delta variant, but unlike Delta, get this, this substrain has a spike protein mutation called K417N. These spike proteins latch onto human cells with the external bumps that are found on the cell. Wait a minute, hold on. That are found on the virus. Mm. Although there is no wide consensus, many people believe that this substrain of COVID-19 can be even more contagious 
than the original Delta variants due to its ability to latch on the human cells with their spike proteins, though it has the same mutation as the Delta variant. <sighs> this shit is getting out of hand. It was already out of hand. This bitch has flown all the way off the handle. I don't know what to do. Because the story seems to be repeating itself. Now that we've introduced the vaccine, it's like there have been articles that I've read about Delta Plus to say that, that Delta Plus is resistant to the vaccine. Then there are articles that say that the vaccines still work, um, that it doesn't make you as sick, but then there are others that say that it does. It's too much shit going on. It's tough not to succumb to the conspiracy theories, dark ideas, and all types of shit in times like these. Friend, what effect has the coronavirus had on your day-to-day life with new mutations on the horizon? I put my mask back on. Look, flat the fuck out. But like, how do you, how do you even work with that when it's like double mask up? Double they on one corner you get the double mask suggestion, and then you got another corner that's saying that the masks don't work. I mean, if you want to die, you want to die. So it's just like, this, and that sounds harsh, but it's the truth. If you want to die, you want to die. And I feel like that's how people are feeling right now, because after this quote-unquote taste of freedom people feel like they had recently, which I I don't understand. Why do y'all think that it was over? This is just like, it used to trip me out last year when people kept talking about this second wave. The first one ain't done yet, sis. What are we talking about? It, it didn't leave. She's still here. Now this bitch, the clients are putting on new wigs and shit. Talking about some how this one look. What about this? Oh, what about this lady? What about this one? What about this? Y'all like these mink lashes? Is that cute? No? Die. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? The analogy, I'm sorry. I, it's just, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. And I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I'm, I'm to this point where I'm like, yes, I'm vaccinated, but I'm not going to play with y'all and have y'all play in my face about what these vaccines can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, I'm aware that it is not a cure. Yes, I'm aware of how vaccines work and help with people that are vaccinated. But who really wants to take the risk when the bitch is mutating like this? And y'all do know that mutations come from us continuing to spread the virus to each other. Like, she starts changing around when she gets in a new host. So, people that are screaming about where the fuck are all these variants coming from and the vaccines must not be working. No, sis, that's not how, the, that's not how this works. When a virus jumps from body to body and it's continued to be recycled over and over again, everybody not dealing with the same shit. On top of that, um, hi. Hi. Shout out to Shy. Shy <laughs> Can we please stop thinking that if you have the vaccine that you're not supposed to get COVID? Because you still can. You still can. That was never not a part of the it deal. It was never not a part of the, the deal. The only thing that the vaccine is supposed to remove is the cause of fatality. Yes. It, it decreases. 
your probabilities of getting deathly ill and your symptoms being as harsh as someone that is not unvaccinated, but it does not make you exempt from Rona. You can still pass it to someone else. Yes. Your body with the vaccine just knows what that bitch looked like and is able to help you fight it off better. Mm-hmm. That's all that means. Every vaccine you've ever taken has side effects. Everyone. All of them. Find different excuses. Literally all of them. You motherfuckers that scream about not taking the flu vaccine or people that... Y'all know how y'all talk about when you take it, you get sick. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. I was out for two days. I'm just going to say it. Your body... Vaccines are literally introducing something into your body to show you show your body how to fight it. That's what vaccines do. So yes, some of us are going to be affected in a way where we have side effects, where you feel ill and stuff like that, because your body is literally fighting it. You're teaching your body how to fight this virus. That's what vaccines are. And no, they do not infect you with it. I'm convinced that y'all just don't read. Y'all just want to be done. Y'all choose. Well, just don't read. So what do you see the world going in the next two years that they predict it will take us to truly get past this? We're going to have lovely vaccine parties. It's going to be new Botox. We're going to have vaccine parties. We're going to have cocktails. We're going to have cocktails. So it's going to come around with a syringe. Not Pfizer Fiestas for real. Pfizer Fiestas. (laughs) Moderna Mondays. I cannot. Johnson and Johnson Saturday. Listen, Johnson and Johnson jump offs and shit. Bitch, come on. I can't. Look, and then next thing you know, it's going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look, look, look. Pfizer versus Moderna. I can't. I can't. Whole battles. Whole battles. Whole battles and shit. It's going to be chaotic. I just don't. I don't know. With new mutations, with the way that the government has been leading the nation on this, with the way that other countries feel about it, how they're suffering. I don't know about two years. I hate to say it, I don't know about two years. Some, something has to really turn all the way around on this shit mm-hmm. for us to see, to us to get to the light at the end of the tunnel. I miss when you raise it. I miss 2019 so much. It seems so far ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. I know. I miss 2019. And it's like, I don't... I look back at stuff now, and I'll be like, we was just out here free. And young and wild. Breathing on our own. Raw dog in the air. Raw dog in the air. Just taking this shit all the way in. Nothing obstructing it. Nothing. And look at us now. It went from that to, bitch, I was on subway cars by myself. Nobody in sight. At 8 o'clock in the fucking morning. Ghost town everywhere. During the week. Hell, ghost town's on the weekend. What nobody trying to come to Manhattan? Nobody. And all that shit was trying to close well before midnight. Was not playing around. As soon as the city lifted that mandate, everybody was outside. Everybody. Everybody. It's amazing to watch how public transportation has gone from those days to now it's more and more people on trains people are actually sitting next to each other these days which is weird because it's something we wouldn't have thought twice about back then but now it's created this very odd space i still 
I'll be masked up, but I, I still hesitate to sit next to somebody that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's really strange. And people do the same. <sighs> so how do you feel about the use of sensationalism and trauma when reporting on the coronavirus? Do you think it's helping or hindering progress? I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just say, mm-hmm. nothing is more depressing than consistently look at the numbers for confirmed cases on the news. No, so depressing. Nothing at all. So depressing. But hey, get people scared to stay in the house. But that don't, that's not working it's anymore. Not working. <laughs> that's not working anymore. It's not working. I remember all those wild parties people were throwing at the beginning of COVID. The one in Jersey where they had over a thousand people at the, in the attendance. And the one in Chicago that did the same. Like, it was a lot. Y'all were through a lot. It was... Ugh, I just... Ugh, I don't know. I I feel like it's hindering yet helping at the same time. Mm-hmm. Especially when they reported. Because I was in South Carolina when the first time I heard people were skipping on getting the second dose. Yes. Which was like... You defeated the purpose of getting it in the first place. Sis. They made two for a reason. You gotta get the second one. They made two for a reason. It's alright. I get the one and done. I got the one hit quit. But if you're gonna do if you're gonna sign up for something, follow it through. I, I, I one hit quit. Listen, I just my angle shot gonna be Everything. My photo shoot. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Not a photo shoot. My photo shoot gonna be like, ooh, bitch. You know what? It's gonna be. I'm gonna have sequins. The boot is gonna be high. Okay. Okay. I'm the. The hair is gonna be platinum blonde. Okay. A little messy. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, this was what COVID looked like. I fucking did not. <laughs> you at look, arm all out. Do it now. Oh my god. Hurry up. I just. Get my headshot. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. It, that's what's going to be. Listen, we're going to have annual COVID shots. Listen. It's, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. All right. So next up, throw it back. Hey. Hey. So as you all know, I was not here last week. That's right. And just because I was not here does not mean that I did not listen. Because you did. Because I am an ambassador of the whole nation and I support everything. Who raised your hoes? So I am I listening? Of course! Y'all be talking about shit when I ain't here. I was sitting there and I was listening to it and I was like, I really needed to be in this conversation. Sorry. Because there were things that were said, points that were made that Mm. I wanted to talk about, but since Fabian's not here, you are, we're going to talk about it. Don't make me call it. So, first of all, you both agree that you cannot become friends with ex-lovers. Right. So when you start dating someone, mm. what is your getting to know process? They gotta be my friend first. Okay. 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 So I know you're trying to go with this. So the beginning is building a friendship, yes? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Okay. So friendship does play. Mm-hmm. Apart in your dating experience. So, yes, yes, yes. so, what factors do you consider when a relationship is done and over with on whether you'll remain or have a friendship with said person? Okay, so here's the thing mm-hmm. through lessons learned, okay. an ex should never be a friend. 
and let me fin- let me finish this. Mm-hmm. Yes, you befriended them, mm-hmm. but they can only be an associate now. Yeah. Any other level of closeness is too much and toxic. Like a daily friend that you speak to on a re- on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Slightly toxic. How so? Depends on the type of person you got that you're trying to befriend. Aha! Uh-huh. And therein lies the thing. Because I think that it's unfair to say that you can't be friends with any of your exes. Because if you started off building a friendship and the relationship didn't work out, and now you get to a space where it's like, I can't ever talk to this person again on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. This is not a thing because it gets toxic. It can only be toxic if the relationship and friendship was toxic to begin with. You know... And also, Mm. I would like to bring to the table my lovely friend, Accountability. Because, yes, we have bad experiences with people sometimes, but we play a part in that relationship, too. So... What would you say is it about you as a person and your contributions to those relationships that puts you in a space to not be able to be friends with them after? Well, first of all, I'm perfect. So I do nothing wrong. And here we go with the bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's not true. Perfection is not I real. And so perfect. And you're not. I'm perfect. Oh, my God. You're not. Why would you question <laughs> what's flawless? <laughs> How do y'all hear this bullshit here, child? You are, mm-mm, no. That's not it. Sir. No. You will respect me. Mm, respect what? Your imperfections? Absolutely, I'll respect your imperfections. Don't make me hurt you. Mm-mm, no. Don't do that. No, no. Answer. Why are you showing out? Answer why the question. Why are you showing out? Why are you showing out? Answer. Why are you showing Because I went on vacation. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Now, this is me. This is what I do. This is what I do. Answer the question. Now, what you, is, now you want to throw it in. What now is, you want to throw it in. What is your contribution? You, you should. You should. No, 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 no. You all had a conversation. You I listened me. to the conversation. You left me. And now I want a piece. And we're not going to deflect on it because, bitch, you went on vacation too. I didn't do you like that. So get off it. You didn't record without me, though. And that's fine. It don't matter. You was gone. You didn't record on me. This ain't about that. Answer my question. Because you're trying to deflect. This ain't got nothing to do with that. Answer the fucking question. Why are you being like this mm-hmm. Repeat the same question again. Mm-hmm. So what is your contribution to these relationships that, that put you in the space that you can't be friends with people after you break up with them? Realizing that the person that I met is not the person that's sitting in front of me. Okay. Now, yes, very much accountability. Mm-hmm. I I tell you when I heard you in my personal life, I am a mess. Mm-hmm. But I own said mess. Okay. Which means I'm like, listen, unfortunately, this is it. I can tell you a lie if I want to, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So you make the decision whether you want to be here or not. Sometimes we let some people get too close to us. After <clears throat> breakup is said, said and over and done with. Mm-hmm. There are some exes you cannot be friends with. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to have to be good with that. Mm-hmm. But it's your discretion, especially with accountability. 
the only way you can befriend an ex is if they were completely accountable as to what happened when y'all broke up. In my opinion. Because I'm not talking from just their standpoint. They have to see yours too. Mm-hmm. Because if not, you're going into that friendship, like you said, without accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I can't be your friend because I'm still hurt by what you did. Okay. That's accountability. Okay. But if you harper that anger toward that person and let it fume as time goes on, mm-hmm. it was no point in being a friend. Okay. None. All right. So, it kind of really only works if it's a two-way street. Okay. Just making sure because that was not very clear in last week's conversation. So, y'all ain't say that. So, you were doing homework so while you were listening. While you were listening. You I do the things. I do the things. I'm glad you remember you do I do the things. So, I can give you two albums to review this week. Nobody said all that. <laughs> Nobody said all that. I can give you two albums. Don't worry. Uh-uh. No. You know, you you like give me homework. We're not doing that. All right. So this next one I found on the gram, and I want to dig into this because I think it's really interesting, and I want your thoughts on this. Y'all ready? I'm trolled, y'all. Actually putting a condom over somebody's pants before they're giving a blowjob. Nobody, nobody, right? Nobody, 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 nobody is putting on no condom and sucking dick off with the condom on top. Nobody. And my mama scared us, but she knew damn well it was. I need to put that in option because that's the stupidest. That's like eating groceries with the damn public bag on top of the stupid ass. us <sighs> is giving head with condoms. <laughs> he is throwing up, y'all. Do you hear this shit? He is throwing up. I can't. Friend. You. you know I'm laughing? Why? I had this conversation not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let me group myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I mean, did she lie though? In my experience, no. 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 And and here's my thing. So when I was a young warthog. When I was a young hoe. Yes. Um, in my party line days. I ran across one guy that was insistent on sucking my dick with a condom. Now, I want to preface this by saying that I am in no way, shape or form, shape or form, discrediting, down talking, or admonishing safe sex because we all need to be having it, but a lot of us don't do it. I mean, um, and for me, it felt weird. 
It is very weird. It felt weird. I've also sucked dick with a condom on, and it feels weird. Okay. I, we are advocates for safe sex here. Listen. Okay. But we are also advocates of it is your discretion. Yes. Now, I want y'all to understand something. Mm. It is fucking bizarre <laughs> to get a head with a condom on. Like, my God. <laughs> imagine, like she said, imagine having a sub. I'm going to put the, I'm going to use this. Okay. Imagine having a sub. You got your mouth fixated for the sub. But you want to put, but they want you to eat this sub with the plastic bag on it. You're going to choke. You're going to choke. You're going to choke and die. You're gonna choke. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you're gonna the way you said it, it's so nonchalant. It's taking down. me out. You're gonna choke and But it's the truth of the matter. You will. You're gonna choke and die. So, I mean, I find it's certain things sexually that I find, and this is a personal view of mine, mm-hmm. that I find immature. Talk about it. Now, I find anyone that hits you up just for oral sex immature. I'm not about to suck, just sit here and give head or, you know, let someone have a little bit of my ice cream. And, uh, yes, JS, for a scoop of this ice cream, bitch. I can't stand you. Continue. I'm not, like, I'm not doing things like that if you're not, you know, not trying to use your spoon. So, <laughs> I can't. If you ain't trying to use your spoon, you wasting my time. But that's like, it's just, no, I find that too childish. And Connie insane. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I said, if you are that thorough with your safe sex, mm-hmm. power to you. Yes. But me personally, <laughs> that ain't happening. I will stop house. talking to you <laughs> and everything for that. Like it's so weird. I remember one guy hit me and he was like, nah, I only you know, I, everything's with protection. I'm like Including the oral, he's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. So this is my real question: mm-hmm. If you suck your dick with a condom on, mm-hmm. how are you eating ass? What dental dance? What? Why are we going this far, ass? Be- because, because, oh god, okay. The reality of the matter is, it's still the body, regardless of our listen, itchies and scratchies, and all different types of things, viruses, infections, and the like exist. And there are people that are not willing to take that risk but still want to enjoy sex. And I applaud you, and I tell you, keep going. Don't let our reckless asses. I mean, because we're talking like we ain't got no sex right Well, now. you know, I'm I'm just going to keep it a buck. But, you know, I would much rather us get into the conversation about how more of us are having unprotected sex than, though, than they're admitting to. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. Unprotected sex is sought after because, number one, it's already taboo. True. Because of a multitude of things. Pick something out of the Rolodex of viruses and safe sex box, you'll find a reason. Number two, it is also sought after because it feels better. True. It is, quite frankly, the natural way, quote unquote, for us to have sex. What you wanna know what's not natural? What? Y'all pounding at y'all bottoms to make them cream. You know, 
First of all, that was not part of my talk. We are not going there today. That's just not, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that part is not natural. But it's another time. But yes. So listen, well, we, you know that sounds like another hotel's idea. <laughs> Stay tuned. So, um, but yeah, I just it, it's just really interesting how. On one hand, we'll preach about safe sex, but there's literally an addendum that says that oral sex is not included. Because I guarantee you, straight folks, I know y'all not out here. First of all, straight men, I know y'all not out here putting dental dance on no coochie. Let's be clear. I know y'all not doing it. I know you're not. If you're a film connoisseur in ways like myself, you remember this one film entitled Booty Call. Now, if you remember the obstacle just for, I forget Tommy Davis's character, just yes. to have sex. Chill. They went through hoops to have sex, and then Oops. she wanted the dental dance. That's how I know what he's talking about. I'm like, wait. Like we said, we encourage it. Yes. Promote it heavily. Yes. However, it's... It's not common. It's not common It at is all. not common. It's the other way to say it. it's not common. It is not common. Which is why the video that I played, they had the reaction that they had because people don't... People kind of want to suck some dick. No. What? Dental dance. And the crazy part about it is, what's really ironic about this is if you say that to somebody, your initial reaction is, well, what you got? That lit... But you know what the crazy part is? What? Had we actually cut out that what you had and mm-hmm. actually made it the beginning of the conversation, mm-hmm. we could avoid all this. Listen. Because the one thing we do as a community, and that people don't like to talk about, when it comes to conversations of status, it goes unspoken. Yes. Unspoken. We don't talk about it unless it comes up. <clears throat> and not just status. We're talking SCD, SCI as well. Yeah. Because some of y'all, like, literally, there was a thread where someone exposed one of the Twitter amateur porn stars mm-hmm. because he had let it be known that someone was trying to hook up with him that he had chlamydia mm-hmm. and he was in the middle of getting it cured. But they decided to blast him for having chlamydia. I'm like... But why? Why are we doing this? He's doing the right thing. He did the right thing by telling you no. Like, right now, I'm getting treated for chlamydia. So, again, this is where stigma comes in and rears his ugly head. Because... Y'all talking about this this whole let's normalize trend. Let's normalize having conversations about when we are going through infection. Yes. Because you not talking about it don't mean that it's not going to happen. You not talking about it don't mean that it's not there. And then, what, again, just like we had a conversation earlier about fat shaming, why are you shaming people for getting infections? It, it happens. Especially if you like unprotected sex, especially it, with random men. Hello? With random men? Hello? Random? No. It don't matter. We're all human. It's going to... It, if you are performing sex acts that leave you susceptible to infection, it's a possibility that it will happen. That doesn't make you dirty. It doesn't. That doesn't make you dumb. It doesn't make you less than. None of those things. Unless you're out here just spreading it, that's an issue. Now... <clears throat> We'll say this. Unprotected sex is supposed to be saved for marriage. I'll say that. Unprotected sex is supposed to be saved for marriage. 
but he, you know, he lived a little around here. So, my thing is this. I don't knock anyone for it, but if it gets to the extreme of protection to that extent, I'm not going to hold nobody to it. And I would get a little uncomfortable. Listen. And like I said, that's not, that's my personal view. Right. But if that's you, please continue to be that way. Yes. Please, because it's very few people that you will find that go to that extreme of lengths to protect themselves. Absolutely. And And if you out here fucking, sorry to cut you off right now, if you out here fucking unprotected at that, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to tell me the last time you got tested. Hello. The last time you had sex. And you need to be open and honest about what you got or what you possibly dealing with. First because of all, your sexual health should be top tier if you fucking without condos. And my, I'm gonna say that. My thing mm-hmm. is, you should not be offended when people ask you about that. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Like, and you should be able to produce uh, receipts. Of- Hold up, bookmark, rant. Can y'all please stop doing that? What? When you take your HIV test and it tests negative, can y'all stop screenshotting and putting it on social media? <sighs> Like, that is something for people that basically is trying to get with you or sleep with you or whatever. It's not to use to gloat on social media or shame someone else. Like, yes, you're letting the world know that you're negative, but in response, technically, when that happens, it's because someone tried to say that they were positive. I'm just going to throw that part out there. I need y'all to really grasp that concept because I've seen several people get up in arms about other people that say you posting your negative status it it the way that it comes off to people especially those that are already living with HIV it comes off as gloating mm-hmm. kudos to you for getting tested kudos to you being on top of your sexual life. listen I applaud and commend people that stay on top of their shit yes but we don't really need to know that. That's for you and your niggas. That's for you and the people that you fucking. Period. You say you got tested. Great. But you posting your paperwork is saying what? Because essentially what you're saying, and, not, and, and granted there are people that I know personally that have done it and it comes from a space of advocacy for people, more people to get tested. Because it's a lot of y'all that won't do it. But that's another story for another time too. But the majority of y'all are doing this to try to develop this badge of honor to say that you are quote unquote clean, which is another thing that y'all need to stop saying. <clears throat> That's a whole nother episode. So, that yes. Literally, it's a whole nother episode. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sucking yeah. dick with, with, with condoms is not common. Yeah. Not common. Yeah. All right, almost to the bottom of this pot, y'all. We are reeling into how it make you feel. The how it make you feel segment of stirring the pot. And I have two this week. Oh, Lord. Here we go. I have two. So let's start with this first one. (sighs) This post comes from DLC Anxiety on Instagram. And it says, it's a couple of slides. I'm going to read them. Okay. It says, it's okay to have a dark side. Well... You're still worth visiting. You still reflect light. You still make a difference. 
and inspire others. You don't have to be a bright, shining ball of positivity and health. Mm. How'd it make you feel, friend? I'm curious to read it again. Okay. It says, hold on, I lost my post. Come on, read it. Come on, read it. It says, it's okay to have a dark side. And it comes with these little uh, illustrations. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have a dark side, says the moon. You're still worth visiting. You still reflect light. You still make a difference and inspire others. You don't have to be a bright, shining ball of positivity and health. Fighting or trying to hide the darkness can leave you broken and exhausted. Mm. So go on and be all of them. Mm. How to make you feel, friend? That was a good way of looking at that. Mm-hmm. That was a very good way of looking at that. Yeah. It humanizes when people are going through things. Yes. That's basically what that is. Yes. And not only just going through things, but it, it kind of it's kind of a call back to earlier us having a conversation about relationships where you said you were perfect and you're not. Um, I am. You're not. You, you just perfect. related to this post, which shows that you're not. So I, both sides of me is perfect. Can say yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> so yes, it's it struck me because I know that for myself, I have curated my personality over my lifetime, reaching and striving for perfection, always wanting to be nice always trying to be kind, always trying to present myself as some as somebody that is a beacon of light and positivity. And it is exhausting. Um, because what happens is that you'll start to notice that people see that in you and they feel like you don't have any problems. They feel like you don't have any dark moments. And people will lay their burdens down on you. People will neglect your feelings and feel like you don't have dark down or dark moments. Or you're not allowed to. That too. You know, and, and if you have a moment, then people kind of look at you funny. So I really appreciated that because it made me feel human. It made me feel okay with having my moments where I didn't feel like being bright and bubbly, where I felt like I had a stank attitude and I wanted to have my stank ass attitude. It, it, it made me, gave me permission, which is wild, but it gave me permission to be in a funk sometimes because it happens. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with those dark sides of you at all. So. So basically, you trying to tell me you were trying to yell at me a few times? You ain't perfect, bitch. I am not perfect. No, that's not how that works. I am. I am not that. I am no. perfect. He's just mad. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so talk about it. Next one. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Hmm. There's a whole world for you to discover once you stop hating yourself so aggressively. 
I'm going to say it again. And this is coming from Dankzell. That's D-A-N-K-Z-E-L-L on Instagram. The post says, there's a whole world for you to discover once you stop hating yourself so aggressively. How to make you feel, friend? Uh, it takes a lot of energy to hate yourself. Mm. A lot of energy. Yes, it does. Ourselves up so much in private. So much. Like there is a world out there. The minute that rejection, fear, and let alone even your self sabotaging, your self hate, mm-hmm. there's a life to be lived. You know, laugh. Chocolate mm. flowers. Now, put on that outfit that you think is just not an it for you. That you got in your closet because you all got one. Listen. That shirt, that outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that make them stand. Put that on. Listen. So, that post struck me hard because it's really a fact. A lot of us, we're our own worst critics. We are. And we beat ourselves up worse than anybody else in this world could ever do most times. And we keep going with it for a couple of reasons that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one, we're kind of taught to have this self-degradation about ourselves a little bit Mm -hmm. um, in an effort to remain quote-unquote humble. Sat down. And then the other end of that is that society tells you that if you're too braggadocious, if you're too much, you're too confident, then you're doing too much. But I'm selling the product. Yeah. I'm a product. I'm selling this product. Mm -hmm. So if it's too confident for you, that sounds like PP. You know what a PP is? A personal problem. There you go. <laughs> so I'm selling this product. So yeah. You know, if I'm dragging this wagon, mm-hmm. you know, the, the dew is fresh. Right. The cakes are new. Mm-hmm. The fit is just fresh out the bag from the store. Mm-hmm. And you mad about it, mm-hmm. that sounds very personal because it's your problem, not mine. Right. I'm working this. Yes. And then, like, you know, we just kind of get caught up in really being in that dark space of like not appreciating who we are as people Mm -hmm. and I've learned that when you start to try to reverse that kind of mindset there's a whole new person waiting on the other side of that shit because you start looking at things that used to bother you or piss you off or stuff that you hated about yourself as not so bad you know Mm -hmm. um and it makes you feel a lot better. And contrary to popular belief, when you are not in a space of self-hatred, things are a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. And you're able to live your life a lot more freely. You're able to get a lot more shit done. You're reaching for your dreams and goals and not caring about what anybody else has to say about what it is that you're doing or what Talk you want. And it's just it's a very freeing experience. So I really, really, really appreciated that post. Yes. Really did. 
All right, y'all, this stew is done. I'm putting the lid back on and I'm turning this fire off. I'm done stirring the pot. He always got a meaty soup in there for some reason. You know, I like savory stuff. Real yeah. hearty and healthy. It's a warm hug for the soul. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, y'all. So this has been another episode of Who Raised You Host. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, uh, you know how we do around here at Who Raised You Host before we leave, y'all. We cannot leave without giving you a tip to go through the week until we meet again. So, friend, what's your mental health tip this week? So, remember that whole post that you read from um, Tricky Fashion? Mm-hmm. So, I never have to read my rebuttal. Okay. So, I'm going to let that be my mental health tip. Let's do it. So, it said, I retweeted it and I said, Truth be told, I've been struggling with body dysmorphia, dysmorphia for years, years, all cats. The rejection started to fuck with, starts to fuck with your confidence. We put too much pressure on whether they all fucked with us because of the weight. That man knew you were a plush pile before he stepped into your inbox or replied. Then he continued to say, get out of your head and just be you. Trust me, they like big boys more than they're willing to say on social media. But don't let them make you feel less than for their convenience. Come the hell on. That's all I got. Girl. All right, friend. I'm Be like confident that. in yourself, big boy. Pick your head up. I like that. Gra- grab your ass. Grab mm. your chest. Rub that belly. Listen. You are enough, and trust me. There's somebody that's ready to devour you like you're a damn, like you're a snack. Damn right. If you don't want to grab them, I'll grab them for you. Anyway, yeah. uh, so my mental health tip for the week. Whew. It's log off. Do it. I'm saying this to myself too, y'all. What you consume online, you may not see it, you may not think it, but it is literally shaping your entire world, your train of thought, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about people around you. Log off. Take you a minute to step back, do things that don't have shit to do with the internet, Go be one with nature somewhere in a park. Like, do something else. But we have to. Because it's just a lot to consume right now. And we're very receptive to all of these energies. you got to shake that shit off sometimes. Turn your phone over back to stir. Yes. Throw it in a corner somewhere. Listen, put that bitch in the closet so you can't see her. Go do something else. Go do something. Breathe. Get out. Get out. Get out. So, log off. That's my mental health tip for the week. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this week. Mm-hmm. We have had fun being here with y'all staring this shit that we like to call the hoes that you be raised. That's it. And we will see y'all next week. Until then, peace out. Deuces! Bye!